The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Monday morning and giving me a chance to be part of your day. Greatly appreciate the time together as we walk day by day, verse by verse, through different books of the Bible. As you know, we've been going through the life of Christ in Matthew's Gospel, and we are in the, towards, getting towards the end of Matthew chapter 15. So if, you want, if you're following along with us, turn there to Matthew chapter 15. I will say this. Thanks for all joining us yesterday. Grace Baptist Church, a great day. Uh, so we just had a great service together, a great attendance, a great spirit on campus. Uh, we enjoyed a communion, first time since I've been here. And I just really enjoyed the service yesterday. Thanks for all who participated and were part of it. And uh, I hope it was an encouragement to you as well. Uh, this is Matthew chapter 15. This morning we're going to look at a unique section of Scripture. Uh, really, until you get the kind of whole premise of what's going on here, uh, it can be somewhat confusing as to why Jesus is responding the way he is. Um, and he makes some comments, all of them obviously factual, Jesus said them, but it makes you wonder why. Um, it talks about healing a woman, and Jesus had healed multiple people, and even in some scenarios that are just like this, makes you wonder why was it Jesus in this scenario kind of pushed, he pushed a lady off as she's begging for healing for her daughter, and he just kind of shoved her off due to the fact that she was a Gentile, he claims he was there just for the Jews. Um, why would he do that? Well, let's read the section, and we'll look into it. I believe a phenomenal, simple principle be a powerful principle for us today. Matthew chapter 15, verse 21. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre, Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Now, first of all, in verse 22, just catch on to the fact that this woman rightfully described who he was. She was from Canaan. She was a Gentile. In case you're not exactly sure what that means, Gentile is anybody who is not a Jew. It's not necessarily a uh, um, nationality in of itself. You've got the Jewish people. You've got Gentiles. All of us who are non-Jews would be considered Gentiles. So she's a non-Jew, and she comes, have mercy on me. She says, O Lord, son of David. She's acknowledging him as the Jewish Messiah. So theologically, she knows what she's doing. She knows who she's talking to. Um, and then she talks about the fact that her daughter is severely demon-possessed. Verse 23, but he answered her not a word. Catch that. He answered her not a word. He's She's screaming this, and he just nothing. He just pretends like she's not even there. Uh, in that same verse 23, his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. And so not only does he ignore her, she keeps coming. She keeps pushing to the point where the disciples are like, What is wrong? Kind of like, What's wrong with this crazy woman? Uh, verse number uh, 24, but he answered and said, I was not sent. He says this to the woman or to the disciples so she could hear. I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So now he gives a description. He says, I'm not here to deal with that. Now, by the way, we know that was the original case when he came down. 
Uh, but we also know that in his ministry, in his time, and in fact, after he sent the disciples out, he was in his great commission going to the, all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and every creation. So when you look at that, you know that ultimately that Jesus was going to reach everyone, Jew and Gentile. So again, you come back and wonder, well, then why would he ignore her? Uh, why would he state something that, yes, this was true at the time, but ultimately he would, and I tend to believe probably had already ministered to other people who were non-Jews at this point. So it's still an intriguing question. Um, let's go down to verse 25. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Now... He insults her now, and obviously he's talking about the idea. Um, just he's saying anybody's not a Jew, and he's just kind of really using any of the cultural terminology to kind of push her away. Here's what she says: She said, verse 27, "Yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table." Then Jesus answered and said to her, "O woman, great is your faith. Let it be." to you as you desire your daughter and her daughter was healed from that very hour so you really see the principle of what jesus is teaching in just this last verse or two where when he's he's given her about a million reasons to go away he ignores her he uh gives a principle gives an explanation to his disciples that undoubtedly she heard and yet she didn't care she came back and she worshiped and then to an extent used the cultural thinking and pushed her away from the with the cultural thinking and she still didn't change anything she still came and she still got and worshiped him and she still made a push on that and really so what's the principle what are we learning from this well can you have you ever had times when you pray and you feel like god's not listening now by the way we always know god's not listening but sometimes god doesn't respond and so it feels like he's not reacting He's not responding. He hears us. He heard her, but he's not responding. And yet sometimes, yes, that does mean no. Sometimes that means wait. Sometimes he's just chosen to not answer right away. He wants us to learn. And you say, well, yeah, there's been a lot of times. We've all been there at some point where there's no doubt that as we have been striving for God to do something, he has just chosen for whatever reason in that season not to answer. Well, that's just part of the case here. Um, it's not abnormal in this situation. Then he says, he gives another one. He says, you know, I've not been sent except to the lost sheep of Israel, which is technically true. Uh, here's what happens at this point. He gives her a reason to walk away. He gives her a reason to say, you know what? I don't care. It's not worth it. Uh, here, here's the premise. This woman had such a need for her daughter to be healed that nothing was going to stop her. Can we go back to um, Jacob when he wrestled with God? He wrestled overnight, and the angel, and the angel, probably Jesus, kept telling him to leave, and he says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Now, we know that Jesus, the God, angel, whoever you want to think it is, but we can know that, the, that he was wrestling with God. God could have just pushed him away. He could have disappeared. He was, he was just kind of saying, how badly do you want this? Uh, and that's kind of the premise. There are times, you know, when Jesus came off the mount, what we call the Mount of Transfiguration with James, Peter, and John, and was confronted and met with a father with another demon-possessed boy, and he had tried to have the apostles cast out the demons, which they have the power to do at that time, and it didn't happen. And you wonder why. Well, the disciples asked him, how come we were unable to do this? And Jesus simply said, "These kind, this kind of... This kind of power, this kind of answer comes not but by prayer and fasting. There is a time when we are asking God to do something where it does take, I don't want to, I guess, like extra effort, a seriousness in our prayer. We will spend extra time in prayer. We will fast. We will ignore all the other reasons why we should stay away from God and we'll just keep 
going. We'll keep praying. We'll keep begging. Shall we say we'll keep wrestling with God? And that's really what's going on here. Let's go to the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel. First chapter, Hannah's in the temple. She wants a baby. If you read the section, you know that she has been barren and that was God's choice. Don't you catch that? She's barren and that was God's choice. And so she comes and she is so emotional in her prayer. She wasn't saying much, but the way she was responding at the altar, Eli, the priest, thought she was drunk. And yet that wasn't true. But because of her great faith, because of her passion and her willingness to do this, she ended up not only having Samuel and having other children as well and seeing God's blessing. Sometimes we just got to spend more time on our knees. Sometimes we have to fast and pray. Sometimes we have to just keep going until God moves. Now, there's a thing in your life. Now, sometimes it's just God's will to say no. But when I go back, I think there are times we can pray and we know that what we're praying for is in God's will. So we just keep praying. We just keep going. We don't give up until we see God move very specifically. So whatever it is you're facing today, whatever it is that maybe only you know about, whatever it is that you've debated, do I stop praying about it? What do I do? Whatever it is, don't stop. Keep going. And there may come a time where God says, no, accept it. Accept his sovereignty. Accept his truth and go with it. But there may be times where God just wants you to stay there longer until he answers. And may we be willing to do that. Thanks again for joining us today, taking a few minutes out of your day together with us in God's Word. Stick with us throughout the rest of the week as we continue through uh, the book of Matthew. Hope it's an encouragement. If this is a blessing to you, I encourage you to share it on the, whatever social media platform you're, we're watching it on, and hopefully that can be an encouragement to others. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.